Hi everyone, welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies. I'm your host, Nina. And I'm your other host, Sleta. And today we're talking about episode three, Esqueleto. Did I say that right? I'm not sure, but... It is Spanish, I believe, for skeleton. (laughs) This has been your brief Spanish lesson. Um, So I'm going to read the IMDb synopsis because this is just a thing we've decided just now to do. Um, Miguel helps Johnny advertise Cobra Kai on the web. Daniel agrees to chaperone at the Halloween dance so he, he can keep an eye on his daughter. That has to be one of the most simplistic synopses of all time. I mean, I know this show is, uh, well, this episode is only 25 minutes, and, and yes, that does in fact happen, but it, oh my god. It's so miss, much more than that. It's spoiler free, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. Less. Although it leaves out like one of the major threads of this episode, it, which is about school bullying. Yes, we learned a lot about school bullying today. Yeah, so what what did you take away from this episode writ large? Well, one of the early scenes in the episode is you're like in that high school in the cafeteria and there's a woman doing a presentation about cyberbullying. And it just reminds me of how useless those things are, you know? Like, if you bully people, you might hurt their feelings. And it's just like, yes, I think that is actually the point. That is why (laughs) kids bully other kids. They they don't do it just for the hell of it. They are actually trying to hurt them. I feel like bullying has gone on since, like, I don't know, the first caveman picked up his, like, club and was like, hey, Bob, you look funny, and beats him to death. Cyberbullying is no laughing matter. Sending a cruel message to someone online can be just as hurtful as saying it to their face. I'm not going to name names, but the other day, a mother called me up because her son was crying after some kids online made fun of his facial deformity. That person would be Eli because he is the person with a facial deformity. Indeed. And immediately we already hate Eli's mom. Right. Of and all the boneheaded moves. I mean, this is also a kind of classic parent move. Right. And it kind of just makes me, re- re- like, just remember, like, all these, like, things that you're supposed to do to deal with, like, kids picking on you. Like, tell your parents. Tell the teacher. You know, how utterly meaningless they are in I real know, life. know. When the real answer is right in front of you, which is... Get down to your karate dojo and sign up. Yeah. Yeah. What are you waiting for, kid? That that would be the message of the episode, in I, fact. I think so. Um, so we're going... So yeah, we can, we can start at the beginning. Um, we open at Casa Miguel, and he is throwing punches furiously in his room, slash possibly masturbating. His, his grandmother thinks he's masturbating and hearing all this crunching. I love that grandmother. She's so great. Ugh. I mean, she she has all the best lines. Um, she refuses to work on his homemade Deadpool costume because, God damn it, this is not a sweatshop. Mm-hmm. That's what Miguel wants to be for Halloween in an ideal world. He's like a very sweet kid, so he's like, but costumes are a bit expensive. It's it's okay. It's fine. And his mom, uh, who's a nurse and has just come home for a long day, is like, we will make you a costume. Grandma's not, not having it, though. She's like... I really mm-hmm. love that, uh, for once, they're showing kind of like a little economic realism Halloween costumes are fucking expensive, okay? So expensive. Like, especially if your costumes for women, as someone who's very into Halloween, I can just say, even if it's just two scraps of leather, I don't know what costume I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just Nina's saying, costumes. literally um, any costume is at, at least like 50 bucks. Yeah, at least. And it's like, you'll wear it once, you can never wear it again. I'm, I'm glad Miguel was sensible enough to be like, it's not a big deal, I don't need one of those things. Um... Meanwhile, uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Oh my god, Samantha, Sam, Daniel's daughter, is going as a Laker girl along with her two hot friends. They're going to be Laker girls. Yeah, so she is now solidly entrenched in the vapid mean girl clique. And, you know, you can tell that, like, Sam is still a nice girl. She's still talking to her, like, childhood bestie, Aisha. And But Aisha wants to go as... Sodium chloride. Sodium chloride. She would be the sodium. Sam would be the chloride. And then, like, when people ask them what they are, they would, like, start pouring salt. I am behind this costume. I'm wondering... I will say Sam doesn't want to go as a molecular compound. I think that's fair. I think... You know, how come you never went as sodium chloride with me when we were in high school? I want to go as a racier element. Salt is so basic. Okay. Ah. Sorry. Oh yeah, I very, know. Um, okay. I hate myself a little right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I just don't think there's any realism there. I feel like Sam wouldn't be talking to Aisha anymore. I think sometimes I try a bit too hard to make Sam like just so nice, and yeah, it's almost you're right. It would be usually in like reality, like she would talk to Aisha like when nobody else is around, but probably yeah, not she's in front of really her hot trying friends. to reinvent herself. She would be like. Fuck you, robot camp. I'm not going. Right. Instead, she's kind of like, oh, you know, um, I'm sorry. I'm already going to be a Laker girl, but maybe we can order another costume. And then uh, Jasmine, the like, super I mean, mean blonde girl. I mean, a Laker girl is literally as far away from sodium chloride yeah. as you can get. Right. There's there's no other There's other no middle reach. ground there. Yeah. And the, the super mean girl, Jasmine, um, makes fun of Aisha's weight and basically says the costumes are one size fits all, but... That's clearly false advertising. So, yeah, you can see that, like, this is a classic mean girl, whereas Sam is sort of a, a wishy-washy, yeah. like, you know, she's yeah. wearing the Laker costume, but she's not, her heart's not in it yet. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, oh, another thing she's I like. She's also still dating Kyler. She's also still dating Kyler, uh, who goes as a pirate, because I know everybody was wondering, what costume does Kyler pick? I He's mean, a pirate. <laughs> that, that's you the think answer. that's kind of a perfect costume for him? Uh, I think he pulls he, off the eyeliner really well. He wears it well. I don't know. He's the I kid who plays him is probably know. sixteen, so I'm not. I'm not gonna get creepy about it. But he looks okay. Yeah, love that. That was really creepy. Was it creepy? Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Moving on. Enough about Kyler's body. Ah, uh, I didn't say. We're, anyway, we're gonna move on. Moving on. Um. So yeah, there's a there's a. We cut to, at some point in the episode, a very distracted Ralph Macchio, who is deeply suspicious of Kyler post that awkward dinner. And I feel like this is a bit of a... I feel like he was all in on Kyler, and then something happened. Perhaps a certain high school rival got under his skin. And mentioned that Kyler was bullying people. Um, So now he's he's very mistrustful um, of Kyler, and is like keeping an eye out on his daughter and Kyler. And I feel like this episode is sort of like... An interesting encapsulation of white people parenting. We're Asian, Nina and I, and here's the thing. It's like, you can tell that Daniel's snooping on his daughter's computer and his wife is, like, disapproving of it. But in that very it. white parent way, where it's like, may I talk to you a moment yeah. about this issue that has been on my mind? Instead of, like, suddenly you just find the locks changed. Right. Suddenly your phone would be at the bottom of a ditch somewhere. Yep. And, and like, he chaperones the dance, but he's, like, very much like, don't worry, you won't even see me. I'll be a ghost. Do you but know, also, also can no we... Asian parent would ever say such... No Asian parent would be that, like, 
oh, I don't want her to find me snooping on her. An Asian parent would be like, so I was like looking at your computer and here are my thoughts. You'd suddenly find yourself in elite boarding school in Chennai. Right, yeah. You And basically this, this whole like, well, I'm going to chaperone the dance, but don't worry, I'll keep a safe distance. Like an Asian parent would be like, you're not going to a dance? Are you kidding me? Yeah, not no. just that, but he solicits, he gets some really excellent advice from his employees on how to cock block slash threaten his daughter's boyfriend. I say you show this punk who's boss. The next time he's around, you corner him and you whisper in his ear, if you get her pregnant, you're the one that's getting the abortion. I'd like to just say that to somebody. Anyone. Out of context. Yeah, it's it's a great line. Um, so yeah, we, but the, I guess the, the other plot, Johnny's plot is. So Cobra they- Kai has one student and that student is Miguel. And I'm not really sure if Miguel pays for lessons. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't think I, he does. I'm going to say no because um, I don't think his mom think, has any idea he's taking lessons. I think his grandmother may have given him the money for it. I'm not sure. But essentially, yeah, he, he really does not have a lot of students. Poor Johnny. And part of this episode is about him trying to like get this fledgling dojo off the ground this dojo that nobody knows about and like and uh, nobody believes in yet and i have to say this is very close to our hearts because we have this podcast that has according to our podbean statistics what like how i don't want to spoil it i'm going to say we've got 30 downloads we've got 30 so downloads i'm not sure how many of these lovely amazing people actually listened but maybe it's one person downloading it 30 times this is entirely possible and Whoever this person is, we thank you because you give us a reason to go on living. Um, <laughs> that got dark real And, and we, we love you. We love you, whoever you are. So my point is, is that, you know, Daniel's trying, uh, sorry, Johnny's trying to get the word out about Cobra and he Kai. Is, I mean, and it's very, hard. Yeah, he's not, uh, you know, he never went to school on how to open up a business. I mean, he's he's using the the methods that you know are kind of calcified in time he's right like the he's streets he's got a little sign with an arrow on it and he hires the local meth head to hold it up in front of the all the she strip wants mall. is meth and a burrito and isn't that what we want right and he tells her very sensibly when I pay you you can use that money to get whatever you want that's he's how money knowledgeable works. about currency right so I feel like you know what he's got a good head on his shoulders he does. Um, he passes yeah, out little homemade flyers. It's uh, adorable. And honestly, that's how I'm promoting our podcast. Right. Actually, we're going to hit the streets after this. Um, and the great thing is that he's wearing a little karate headband when he does it. Uh, so yeah. it's a bit heartbreaking when these two bros actually just make fun of him. I know. And he says, kicks get chicks, which, you know. It's going to be our slogan as well. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no. Kicks get dicks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Better. We're chicks. And yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Miguel comes up with a slightly more up-to-date uh, advertising idea. He creates a website for Cobra Kai. And I actually love the moment when Miguel shows Johnny the website and is talking about, like, the social media campaign that he's going to do. And, you know, Johnny's come home all disheartened from this whole uh, advertising adventure of his. And then just... You look at his face when he's, and like, looking bonding, at Miguel's bonding website. bonding over 80s rock. Oh, yeah, and, and Miguel's like, yeah, like, I looked up Guns N' Roses on YouTube, and then I fell into this wormhole of 80s rock, and you just see... You know that part spoke to me. That's Johnny's, all I've ever wanted. Johnny's face at that exact moment, it's like, oh, so that's what it's like to be a parent, you know? It's like, <laughs> wow. Cobra Kai makes you feel things yeah. about parenthood. Right. If I could have a kid like Miguel, I'd do it. 
Otherwise, I don't see the point. Gal or nothing. Yeah, essentially. Maybe you should be tweeting at that actor instead of me. What, I wish I were your mother? That's creepy. Um, All I did was wish him a happy birthday and say, hey, just so you know, you have Miyagi's same birthday. Um, Um, Incidentally, fans... Then, um, June 9th, 1925 is Miyagi's birthday. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Miyagi is, what are you even doing here, bro? Yeah. Well, well no, I'm not going to You know what? It. You pause this, you download or stream the Karate Kid, and then you get back to us afterwards. It's important. Or you can wait a couple of months when we will be reviewing the first, first movie. If for some reason you can only uh, consume Karate Kid-related media if it's seen through our eyes, yes, wait a couple I mean, months. honestly, because this show is partially about Daniel LaRusso, you know that Miyagi is going to figure heavily into everything. Actually, I want to point out in this episode, perhaps alone among all the Cobra Kai episodes, Daniel does not commune with the spirit of Daniel. I know, his, his attention he- is... It's weirdly just laser focused in on Kyler and Sam. And cock blocking um, Kyler. Speaking of which, uh, so at the high school dance, um, a, a few things happen. So we can start with the Kyler Sam action just because why not? Uh, Daniel, of course, volunteers as a chaperone. And, you know, he's got his like Terminator eye and he's like scanning the dance floor. And initially, Sam is like not too perturbed. At, you know, less perturbed than I would be if one of my parents was inexplicably at my high school dance. Again, like, More our parents I would can't... not let us go to a high school dance. I was like, dance. you stopped working for this? Okay. Right. It's it's a very... It, you can see that Daniel's, like, keeping an eye on her but trying to be a cool dad, which is, again, a dynamic I am not familiar with for my own parents, who would just be like, you're just never talking to a boy again. Yeah. But anyways... Uh, Question, he... though, I... I was wondering if that other chaperone at the high school dance, the woman, was hitting on Daniel? No, I think it strongly implied that she went to high school with Daniel. Yeah. And that um, she's like, oh, I can't believe that you and Allie broke up even after you won that big tournament, which is just like... That seems like What a weird thing to say. Um, quite flirty to me. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe like, there's a subplot there ooh, to be look explored. At you, high school karate championship. I'm not saying this is my own flirting game, but I'm just saying it kinda sounds like it is, doesn't it? <laughs> um game recognizes game, as we know. Lame game. Um so anyways, you see him follow her into a classroom where it looks pretty bad. It, it looks does. like Kyler's Kyler, ripping out his First of all, I should say when Daniel creeps on Sam's computer, he sees a message coming in from Kyler. And Kyler says, I have something big to give you. And he could have phrased it literally any other way. Because apparently, according to Kyler, all he really wanted to give Sam was a necklace Mm -hmm. from his grandmother. Also, a really weird gift for a high school kid to give his girlfriend. But whatever. Kyler's not your average teen. No, no. He's a bit more suave, a bit more sophisticated. Later, we find out he just gives, like, these cheap bracelets to girls and says that they're from his yeah, grandmother. But, because, okay. what, that's hot? Like, this used to be on my but grandmother's But also, wrist. Daniel... Uh, so Sam is very pissed that her father, like, misread the situation. No, 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 no. You don't understand. No, I understand I, plenty, okay? I knew there was something off about you and you wouldn't eat the Toro. Yeah, right. I like that a lot. That's just... Of course, <laughs> that Daniel. That was what was the turning point right. in their relationship. He was like... I was good with you, kid. But I don't trust anyone who doesn't eat raw fish. Yep. I I, I think that's like the most Daniel thing that Daniel does in this episode. (laughs) I'm a fan of it. Um, Other things that happen at the dance. uh, Poor Aisha, who is dressed up as just sodium with no chloride. It's the the loneliest 
Sodium is the loneliest element. I know. I, I think so. I know. It's so sad. Um, she is at the buffet, like, eating something, you know. Um, Sam goes by to talk to her and is like, we, again, she's doing her nice girl thing. We should hang out, um, et cetera. That is the flakiest thing to say somebody we should hang right. out. Right. Like, hey, old friend, I know I'm cool now, but we'll catch up sometime. Anyways, but she's just, she's just at the buffet eating. And then mean girl extraordinaire Jasmine, like, takes a, I think it's a Snapchat video of her. I don't know what the kids are using. It, like, superimposes a pig snout. And then, like, suddenly everybody's looking at it and laughing at her. So, yes, bullying in the flesh. We see it. Uh, now, the other example of bullying needs... We, we skipped over an important scene. I'm going to pretend that we did it on purpose. Um, so You don't know earlier, the rigorous preparation that goes into each yes, of these podcast episodes. Yes. I, we always want to leave you guys wanting... You guy, since I don't know if there's more than one listener, we don't want to leave, we want to leave you guys wanting something more. You're you're probably wondering if you've seen the episode. When are they going to touch on this really important karate training scene? Which is Miguel earlier in the episode asks Johnny to teach him how to kick, and Johnny says you're not ready to kick. It's not time yet. But then later when they have that bonding moment. Um, you know, where Miguel's talking about Guns N' Roses and 80s rock and, like, he's just made the website. Johnny decides, you're ready. Meet me at the high school at midnight. Uh, so, at midnight, presumably, they sneak into the high school. He ties Miguel's wrists together and tells him, basically, you can't always rely on your fists. You gotta rely on your feet. You gotta, you, sometimes you just gotta, like, think with your kicking or something like that. Think yeah, with your some, feet. Yeah. Um, and then Miguel's like, What? And then Johnny pushes him into the swimming pool. Sure. And this is also uh, not altogether that different from how my high school PE teacher forced me to pass my swim test. Tied your hands together and pushed you into the pool. I'm telling you, it was very traumatic. (laughs) She wouldn't let me hold on to the sides of the pool. Like, I had to keep going. Well, yeah, that's what a pussy does. Come on. Okay, so Letha is clearly the Johnny in our relationship. I'm, I'm the Johnny. You know what? I want to say something Although, about... Although, no, I also relate to Johnny's technological ignorance. <laughs> Everyone's a little Johnny, I think. <laughs> but I actually... Okay, call me crazy for my analysis of this episode. Uh, but you kind of see, like, with the woman who comes in to explain why cyberbullying is bad, like, how out of touch she is, and, like, with uh, Eli's mom calling the school, like... These are things that adults think that kids need that are actually maybe not that useful. And I'm not saying that what kids need is to be flung into a swimming pool. That's what I'm saying. But I kind of like that what seems... I mean, yeah, sometimes. But, like, I kind of like that this scene, like, where it's like, oh, my God, he just flung that kid into a swimming pool. But Miguel starts kicking. And he starts kicking hard. And he kicks his way to the top. And then you see him breaking boards with his feet. And you're like... Maybe that's what this kid needed. Not every kid, but maybe this kid needed that challenge. we find the local high school. We break in. We test this out. I and mean, we can't really speak to this without trying it out ourselves. You're, you're right. Um, and if we drown to... in the process, there will be no episode four. Well, yeah. But you'll know that we died the way we lived. Kicking, <laughs> screaming, um, all those things. Well, anyways. So, Miguel, when he's at this Halloween dance... We didn't mention that he goes... Oh, we didn't mention yes. he goes as a skeleton. And that why is the episode is called... Esqueleto. And also, mirroring the costumes that Johnny Lawrence and his high school chums from Cobra Kai wore in the original Karate Kid. Exactly. So you get a little thing where, like, Daniel sees the skeleton walking at the dance and kind of has a little flashback. I love that the show is, uh, well... So far, kind of like judicious about the flashbacks. There's mm-hmm. just enough to know. Okay, this is 
this is why this is important. It's right. not just like Ralph Macchio freaking out at a high school dance right. at a kid wearing a skeleton costume. I mean, it is very weird. <laughs> no joke. Right. You should not be this triggered. But um, anyway. Triggered is the word for it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, God, I'm getting flashes this again. It's a very important period of his life. Right. And in some ways, he has never left it. And yeah, um, this reminds me of Cobra Kai. And so he follows Miguel out into the hallway. And that, there he sees Johnny Lawrence putting up Cobra Kai flyers. They have like a little bit of a. An interaction, nothing like where they like start like nothing like raging fisticuffs, but like oh, not basically. Even close. But what I love is that Johnny has a sense of humor about it. He's like, "Stop following me around," and and Daniel's like, "I'm not following you around," and you're like, "You're totally following her around." Um, you- and then he, he basically is just like, you know, get off school property. I'm serious about it. Johnny's like, "I know you're serious." It goes back to stapling up flyers. You know, it's like a little, a nice little interaction. I know. Not everything between these two has to be life or death. Sometimes they can just be like, you know, bickering a little bit. Um, but what happens after that is Miguel, dressed as a skeleton, armed with the new knowledge of how to kick someone. When uh, he and his nerd friends are in the bathroom, Kyler and his uh, apparently cool bullying friends come in and, you know, Kyler's like, oh, I got cock blocked by Sam's dad. Oh my God. Like I gave her, the, I was going to give her this bracelet, which is just this cheap thing that I pretended was for my grandmother. And, you know, they're just, they're just being dicks. Um, and then Miguel and his friends, like when they come out of the urinals and are like scramming, like Kyler, like, you know, is ready That's to the idea that Kyler has like a shoe box full of shitty necklaces that he right? gives out to his conquests in the Encino area. Right. It's We're like, like this is from his grandmother. What? Right. Okay. Um, sure. I'm sure that works like the charm. Um, but, uh, Miguel decides that instead of running like his, his other nerd friends do, that he's going to stand there and he is going to confront these bullies and he gets in one amazing kick he gets a great kick in but this is what i love about this show is that this would be the moment that you expect him to like kick everyone's ass all at once but the thing is there are like five of them and one of him and this is really just how kyler operates like kyler's not a one-on-one guy no no kyler's a five-on-one guy and also miguel might be a stronger one than he was like in the beginning and he might have a really cool kick but Five on one is still five on one, and the last scene of the episode is basically well, he, you see Miguel getting beaten up, and then you see Johnny like walking into this bathroom and just seeing like Miguel, Miguel's corpse on the floor, Miguel's beaten but still alive body on it's, the floor. It's really affecting because before Miguel gets his ass beat, he says, "Hey, you're talking about my sensei." Oh, because Kyler is like. Some old homeless man isn't around to save you now. He's not a homeless man. He's my sensei. Um, a sentence that no one in the history of time has ever really respected. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's definitely one of those things where you see, like, the highs and lows of Miguel. Like, he kicked his way out of that pool, and he's got a really good kick going on. You feel like a montage is just around the corner, but he's I not know, it's there like yet. If I eventually learned how to do one push-up, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready yeah. to take on the world, and you're not. You still have no upper arm strength. Right. No, that's exactly how I feel with the, like, one push-up on my knees I can do. I feel All like right. I'm on top of the world until I'm asked to do a second push-up. <laughs> <sighs> Any final thoughts, Nina? Final thoughts. Well, I mean, we never did rate the last episode, and I, it's fine. We we can go. We can start re-rating the episode. Okay. All right. Um, We're going to give it how many 
crane kicks do you give this episode? No, 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 no. I think it has to be specific to the episode. I'm going to say... Skeletos? Sure. Charm Um, bracelets? No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it three and a half Kyler's um, sexy grandmother's charm bracelets. Whoa. I give it four. Because perhaps I'm just a I'm just a fan of Sensei Lawrence's school of tough love. Um, I think that uh, I think that this episode could have used a montage, but I'm not greedy. I'll wait for it. Is this the part of the? Is this the episode where you were like, I'm all in on the show? Because I think that was that was it for me. This was the this central relationship is what anchors me to the show. That's true. The Miguel Johnny Lawrence uh, relationship is key to to like the whole dynamic of the show. I think it was. I think I felt it like from like you episode it two. On. Ooh. I did, yeah, yeah. I was all in, just like Miguel is all in. I was like, ah. this show's like my sensei, and it's not a hobo, no matter what anybody says. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, I will keep working on our our Twitter account, uh, much like Johnny's working on his website. I hope you'll follow us at Kai underscore Cast. Uh, we will Photoshop in many Miguel's, many Miyagi's. Plenty of Kyler's. I don't know. Yes. We'll do our best. Um, you can also email us with questions, comments, why the fuck did you discuss this at CobraKaiNeverDiesCast at gmail.com. And as always, kids, strike first. Strike hard. No mercy! <laughs> I think we may have forgotten. <laughs> you, you, you were late on that one. Okay, let's do it. Okay, okay. Strike first. Strike hard. No No mercy! mercy! Thank you.